When you have hair loss, it can be such a scary and deceivingly lonely place. But you know what? You're not alone. You are here with me. Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, a wig boutique owner, and wig wearer myself due to alopecia. And this is my tell it like it is take on all things alternative hair. I also happen to be a certified confidence coach, so I'm going to be sprinkling in some mindset hacks for good measure. So take a deep breath, sit back and relax, and listen to my favorite ways and my best advice on how I help others and help myself to rock that alternative hair. We're going to drop that shame and stigma. What is that about anyway? Now, let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the wrap-up of the FAQ edition about wigs and toppers and alternative hair. This is Deborah Heim from Very Best Little Hair House, also www.debrahim.com, and I'm a certified alternative hair professional. I'm also a certified happiness and confidence coach and a Reiki master. And the reason that I get the results I do is because I treat the whole person, not just sell someone a wig that they saw online or think they want until they come into the store. It really is a process of discovering yourself, expressing yourself, and most often people leave with something they never even knew was possible. So, okay, let's get right to it. How do I properly clean and care for my wig? Now, this is a big one. I explain things in my shop quite differently from what the going thought is online. There are so many wig products out there, and yes, they will do whatever they say they do or they should. However, to keep your wig looking as new as possible... What I do is comb it extremely carefully. I don't overwash and I don't overcondition. I find a lot of the products out there will do what they say they do, but if you rely on the products heavily, they will build up in your wig. And to me, I just find that keeping it as new as possible. Also, rotating your wear. I have enough wigs now that I don't really wear the same one a lot of times in a row and you could say oh that's great for you you have a shop but really anybody could do it I had a process of when I first started before I had a wig shop I would keep one wig for really good occasions and then use the other as my house wig so I get a lot of questions as to how wigs should be stored and there really is no really wrong way to do it A lot of people like a mannequin or a canvas head. And if you have human hair, you do need a canvas head to style it properly. But honestly, in my house, I have my wigs hanging on command hooks around the room because that way I can see my collection and I change what I wear daily. And it really doesn't take a whole lot of courage to do it. It, The first time you start switching up wear, It takes a little bit of courage, but after that, it becomes quite a bit easier. And caring for your wig should be minimal. 
So everybody has different favorite shampoos. One of my favorites from shampoo is from Henry Margot Wigs. It's called Cleanse. I think they're changing the formula, so it may not be available. But I love the products that don't have heavy scent, and that is one of them. Next up, the Belle Madame from Europe. Their products are excellent. But Ellen Villa also offers products, and I hear a lot of good things about Aesthetica. So in order to make your wig last the longest, I say minimal washing. But again, that's up to you. I know some people that continue to wash their wig every day. It's not going to hurt it if you use the right products. However, that fiber, whether or not it's synthetic or whether it's human hair, it's not going to get moister. It gets drier as you go along. So keep that in mind with the frequent shampoos is you want to try and prevent the dryness. Also, if you're interested in knowing a good process to shampoo and condition your wig, if you go to the Very Best Little Hair House channel on YouTube, you will find a synthetic care video that stars Miss Denise Sheets, who is also known as Hey Wig Sister. And she is wonderful. She explains things thoroughly. I highly recommend her. I think, gosh, she's got a video on any subject. Now, she is not the only good influencer out there, but I definitely listen to her. And when I need to know something about a wig, I look her up immediately. Question 16. What is the difference between a lace front and a full lace wig. Well, as far as appearance, if you aren't really wearing it, your lace front is just the lace or the mesh. There's all different kinds of terms for it, but it is where the hair appears to be growing right out of like the clear lace or what have you. So it's gonna give you that hairline appearance in the front. A lot of wigs are made now with extended lace front, which allows you from ear to ear your lace front. So if you like to pull your hair back on the sides or wear it away from your face, it's going to give you the appearance of a growing hairline. And a full lace wig is essentially like that, but made the entire thing from the lace or the transparent. They tend to be a little bit more fragile, but I'm telling you, if you get a full lace wig, the hair moves just like it grew on your head. It can be a significant more investment, but again, you deserve the best. And I wish everyone would try the absolute best wig that they can. From time to time, I will get someone that will ask if a full lace wig would be easier to put up into a high ponytail. And if you anchor it down the right way, there's all kinds of wig adhesives and what have you, you can do a pretty high ponytail. But for all of my experimentation, I have found that a high ponytail, just the weight of it alone, especially if you're doing something active, will pull it down. So... You know, there are other ways that you can get a high ponytail look with like clip-ons and what have you, but that is another different episode. 17. How long does a wig typically last with regular use? Well, I'm pretty sure you already know the answer to that. It is so individual. I'll tell you, I'm a very highly active person. I 
will tear up a wig in no time. And I noticed also when I started at the warehouse job this year, just a lot of activity puts a lot of friction on your wig. So any type there is friction. Anywhere where the fiber, the hair, whatever meets your shoulders, meets some action of going back and forth, that's where you're going to see your wear first. But again, to get the most wear from a wig, if you are going to wear a wig every day, you need more than one of them. That's just the easiest way to go. I know people that don't do it that way, but the other thing to think about if you have two wigs is that you always have one ready to go. That's how I survived my career in registered nursing, and it's always nice to have more than one wig. Again, the care that you give your wig, how you comb your wig, or topper. We can use the word topper and wig interchangeably here. That is going to make a difference in how long it lasts and how long it looks good. And when I say that, I don't mean to insult anybody whose wigs tear up a little more frequently than they like. I felt the same way until I opened a shop, until I really made a effort to see how long I could make a wig last, I started paying attention to everything. And again, how you treat the wig is instrumental in how long it lasts. Question 18. Can I wear a wig while swimming or exercising? And the answer is yes, you can. And Denise Sheets, hey wig sister that I mentioned before, does a cool video specifically about swimming in a wig. And one of the things she uses is the Beltress or the Milano makes a one all in one wig cap that you wear under your wig. There's that's not the only way to affix your wig when you are swimming. Now, of course, you don't want to swim in salt water frequently with especially a human hair wig, but it is possible if your wig fits properly and you have it affixed, it's not going to come out. A lot of women wear wigs poolside, so you know that is definitely possible. Now, exercising. Any time that you're extremely working out and you're going to sweat, you know, you will want to choose alternative hair that's the lightest possible. I know a lot of people that will wear a ball cap with an attached ponytail. So it is possible to wear your wig when you are exercising and swimming. However, you know, use discretion. Okay, so question 19. We're about to wrap it up shortly here. Are there any specific tips for wearing a wig in hot weather? Now, here's the thing. Sometimes with alternative hair, the answer is common sense. But somehow, and this isn't mean to insult anybody because I myself am included in this. Sometimes common sense goes out the window because there's so much anxiety involved. You know, it's such a huge thing. But as far as hot weather... I don't sit in the sun. That's my number one tip. Two, air conditioning. And three, the construction of your wig is huge. I hate to say it, but on the lower end of the budget, some of those are constructed like a polyester oven. Let's just face it. If you can get a good, lightly made, hand-tied wig or what have you, it is instrumental in feeling cooler. 
and that's just been my experience. But, and lastly, how do I secure my wig for a natural and comfortable fit? Okay, my theory on this is the less is better. My favorite way to keep a wig on is a little bit of Walker's Blue wig tape. There's no muss, no fuss, and it rolls right off. Sometimes I leave the tape on the lace for more than one day. It still holds it in there, and I've been on a motorcycle, and it doesn't go anywhere. Now, there's lots of adhesives out there. I haven't really tried a whole lot of them because with me, if something is working, I don't really look to... I've known that sometimes it can be worse to try other things, but I've heard good things about the It Stays and other adhesives. However, I will tell you, I have had people bringing hair pieces and wigs into the store because of the residue left behind. So I can tell you from my own experience, Walker wig tape is great. I can also tell you that when you buy one that fits properly, you don't have to worry about it staying on so much. I can't tell you how many women have come into my shop that have worn a wig band for 10 years that put that in the box when they get someone that knows how a wig should fit their head and said it a million times. Although most wigs out there are considered average, average varies different from brand to brand. And within the brand, sometimes you could have 10 wigs of the same style and the same color, and they're going to fit slightly differently. It's just the individual nature of the wigs. So that wraps it up for the FAQs. Thank you for listening. And until next week, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you enjoyed this episode, you might like working with me one-on-one even better. You can check out the options at debraheim.com. You can find my shop at verybestlittlehairhouse.com. And don't forget my Wise Wig Advice and Support Group, also on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. But until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair.